Road Trip, Burnout the Sequel, and Listener Feedback. Yep, you fed back. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. Batman, you come on. You had feedback. No, what? I did. You said you did. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I've already, I guess that, yeah, I already told you. So I forget. When things occur, that's it. They're dead to me. Yeah, but you don't let me talk to you during the week. So (laughs) it's true. Because if you did, I would know or have known uh, that you were on a sweatshirt purchasing frenzy. (laughs) (laughs) Spill it, Um, Goldilocks. Tell us, Melissa. First, how are you, Amy? Oh, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I I have had a really spiky uh, life in the past couple of days, and that's frustrating. And it's unusual because I had gotten so low and stayed at that sort of like, you know, in the hospital when you're dead and it just flatlines. Yeah, I'd been staying there. So the spikes felt really exhilarating and then they would go really low again. And then I'd be like, well, this is really shitty. So I would have something make me feel really great and really good. And then a millisecond later, it would be like taken away. So I'm kind of up and down. And then yesterday, case in point, beautiful, most gorgeous North Carolina day. The kind of day that Hollywood can't even produce. Your and James Taylor sings about it. Was I'm telling you, it it was nobody could be unhappy on this kind of day. It was just the world rising up around you to make everything perfect. And this morning, it's like a toilet. It's just dark and rainy, and it's not the kind of day that you want to be. And I'm I'm sort of confused because yesterday. You were my friend, weather. So anyway, so it's all of those little very small, and I I talk about these spikes, like I'm having a nervous breakdown. Not at all. It's just the juxtaposition of, this feels great. I had forgotten that there's a feeling that feels great. Well, fuck. I mean, it was like like shit balls, dickweed. So with that in mind, I noticed four, and I doubt it's only four, four new embroidered sweatshirts speak spill it melissa go talk it talk. oh <clears throat> so yeah that's uh we took a road trip now in these covid days i consider a road trip like going to the amish market uh, but this one was a little more aggressive than that uh, and and something that we i i struggled with for a while before finally saying all right let's go um, sometimes the thing that convinces me to step out of Melissa's box is the fact that I've committed to something that I know I can cancel and that cancellation date or time has passed. <laughs> so <laughs> so once once you can't cancel the hotel and once um, money is committed, I guess I kind of have find to find a, a wee bit more motivation. Yes. Uh, but I did go to Pittsburgh for 36 hours, I have a spouse who is involved in COVID Every testing. fucking thing. No, oh, sorry. Yeah, that is true. Uh, but <laughs> I didn't realize we were speaking medically. Okay. Yeah, yeah. High yeah. five. That's yeah. exactly the case. <laughs> so Gosh. I've decided from now on, instead of putting your hand up to look like a fucking idiot to high five someone, which you can't do anyway, mm-hmm. I'm just going to say, yeah, yeah, high five. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. High five. Good. I'm going to make no attempt to do it. Good. I'm just good, going to say it. Perfect. Good sidestep. Now, listen, and did you get... We're spreading it. Did yeah. you get tests? Did you actually... Do you say he's involved in all things COVID? Did you really actually get COVID tests? Is that something that you can do? You can say, darling, I would like to have an emergency room procedure and also a COVID test. And what's I the jello I can't do any today? of those things. Okay. So what I happened? can't do it. It's always lime jello, and I can't do any of those things. <laughs> so because he has those connections with... Um, with testing, he 
is connected to somebody who did the testing for the ACC. So this is not a medical thing. This is uh, collegiate level athletics is what we're talking Correct. about. Okay. Correct. So he's, um, he's connected to people that we want to see play sports. So it's very exciting. He's connected to people who are connected. There How about go. that? There you go. So we, uh, we went to Atlantic see. Atlantic Coast Conference. We went to see Pitt play. University of Pittsburgh. Which sport? Yeah, I'm out. My husband's traveling. I don't know anything about sports anymore. Which sport? Football. Are you joking? No. Okay, good. I wish I was joking because I'm a basketball fan. I thought it looked like yeah. a basketball stadium that you were in, but it's just small. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> really? It's well, it's like 68,000 oh, seats that's so and 5,000 people total were in the arena. Instead of the almost 70,000 person arena. So outdoor, outdoor. Outdoor. Outdoor, outdoor, outdoor. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we kind of had coaches seats. So those, <laughs> we were thinking, are they going to be like on the 50-yard line or are they going to be a box? And it was kind of like a, it was, we were covered. So if it did rain, which it did in the morning, but didn't affect us. It was, it was, a, it got a little chilly. It got colder throughout the day because the beautiful Carolina day you had yesterday did not make its way to Pittsburgh. Well, the difference there is when you're at a football game, you want it to be cold and kind of... That's what's part of it. That's part of it. It's fall, man. It's like, ah, stamp your feet. Oh, my God, go! Yeah, that's part of it. That's part of it, I think. Well, we were layered, and yes, we did stop at the pit stop. <laughs> and my boys got sweatshirts. I got a hat. And until my son decides where he is going to go, I I'm not, I don't need a full pit wardrobe if he's like, I think I'm going to go to University of Rhode Island or Maryland or wherever. I I'm not going to be the ones because if I do, I'm wearing it homecoming no matter where he goes. <laughs> <laughs> so that I don't embarrass him completely. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to wait and I'm going to see what happens. I'm going to let it play out. How often do we say that in life? I, we can exhale because he got into one of his top choices. Excellent and now school. I'm just very happy. Everybody's smiling. Now the now it's just like, which candles shall I place on my birthday cake? I have right. so many. So we went to Pitt. It's a four plus hour drive out there. That's what I was going to ask you. Okay. Yeah. Did you we pack? Did you pack the Grey Poupon in your ice cooler center glove box? Don't nod. What did you put I sure in? Did. Oh, for fucking sure sake. Uh, what did we have? Uh who was it? Whole Foods has these amazing cookies. They're shortbread cookies. And oh. the center, like a thumbprint, is like a Nutella oh. with a shaved pecan on mm, top of it. Yeah, and yeah. those were in the fridge in my car. Uh, what else was in there? I had a lot of good stuff in the car. Stuart Winch. All right. When a road trip is imminent. You want Melissa with you. That's all I'm going to. You are. You do good road trip. You give good road. I tell you, <laughs> this is the woman you want with you, gang. And you might not get there on time, but who cares? Because my God, the snacks. So good. Yes. I have a couple of friends who want to go away for a weekend and they cook. And we, they said, well, I'll get a COVID test and then we'll meet in the Berkshires, which is fucking delightful. Yeah, that sounds and, like good stuff. And I said, all right. Well, I'm not going to go out to eat. And I mean, it's Berkshires are kind of in the middle of nowhere. So you need to, these are two women who cook. So <laughs> I said, I'll bring the snacks. You know, I, I'm, I don't have those abilities. They're That's like, a lie. Me, That's a lie. I'm sorry. To me, cooking is like a superpower. It, like I don't understand it or have it. And I enjoy eating and I love to snack. So... These are I lies. Will, you can't see me shaking my head. No, 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 no. In vehement disagreeance with what she's saying. Don't make those faces. I got, well, at least I can make faces. I got baby Botox this week. God, girl. What, get the, rid of, what kind of life do you lead? I know. I what did you do this week? Well, I went and I got some <laughs> solid gold uh, cookies, cookies from the Fort Knox supermarket. And then Teeth. I put yeah. them inside my million dollar, bazillion dollar car and planned a road trip to the fancy pants college where my child is going. And in between, I had a cosmetic process so that while we were driving, I could think about the next vacation that I've already planned. But I don't know if I want to go on it because I'm going to punch you right in the Botox. I had wildly deep, I don't know, like caverns in my forehead. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? Are you getting this Botox from a psychiatrist? 
This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. You it's don't, baby Botox. I don't know nothing. what the difference means. What does that mean? It's not as it, effective? I don't get why means, you would... It means that at no point can you knock on my face and hear like cement sounds or hardwood sounds. Like I could still move my eyebrows. I still have use of expressions on my face, but it, it eliminated those three deep holes right, in my like forehead. Right, th- like these. I'll do that. See, I'm, I'll, I'll go <gasps> with my face. And then you see them. One, two, three, the lines. The human, there the human without- lines. The human lines on my face. <laughs> I'm teasing you. I'm super teasing you. I thought all Botox was like that now. You keep saying baby Botox I thought that Botox in the beginning was let's have a plaster face and then they realized no we're not going to do that and they've resolved it that Botox is just more efficient effective safe now maybe none of that's true but I had the idea that all Botox meant according to the ladies on the television commercial that runs incessantly (laughs) yes they say look I can be in the boardroom and point and also have this cocktail and be on a yacht with my friends and my face looks great and I'm laughing (laughs) and so they get the impression that Botox doesn't mean static face. False. You have to get you uh, have to get Botox from the baby tox to make it. No, it's it. You, that's the goal to make it look as natural as possible. And for me, the goal was to eliminate the. <laughs> I guess I mean the holes, the, the craters, the, the crazy thoughts that are in your only in your brain. <laughs> you look lovely. You always look Thank lovely. You. And I tell you that because it's a fucking fact. So and you I may be you that. and you may be sitting here saying, Yeah, you say it because I keep getting needles jammed into my forehead. <laughs> so it's fucking working. So either way, Mazel to you. This okay. week Stuart said to me, Does it hurt? <laughs> <laughs> yes, doctor. It's a needle through my flesh. Next oh my question. God. You're born certified, flesh. right? <laughs> yeah, it really hurts. Like it hurts a lot. But it probably like tattoo hurts because you don't have any fat on you anywhere, but you don't have any fat on your head. You and you, have you ever your face has, your face has more pain receptors than uh, really no yeah yeah I just thought it had to do like with tattoos where you don't have any subcutaneous fat right there it's gonna hurt more because it's basically needle bone fuck you <laughs> like that's what I needle figured. nerves okay. Ner- like it's it's yeah it's it's brutal but Oof. just the you, things we do for love okay beauty uh, well of yourself. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Self-care. Okay. Yeah, there you go. That'll work. So I did a che- a uh, contactless check-in, check-out of a hotel. They had like it was a crime scene on our door <laughs> sticker right. that was put there. Like right. you had to bust through yeah. to get in. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of... There was a lot of precautions that were taken and wiped down everything. Oh, I can. Was it a Hilton property? If so, I can tell you exhaustively. It was a Hilton property. I just recently communicated the global week of engagement. I know exactly what they've (laughs) been doing. And they have a new partnership globally with Lysol. So it's called the Clean Stay Program. And they're ready for you. Yeah. 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 That's what it said everywhere. That's right. That's exactly right. (laughs) So they put a lot of money in it. Hey, they're first. Did you know? I I don't. It's just. I love to say it. I, I shouldn't be so geeky and excited about this but it really really is fun to me did you know that hilton invented almost everything about the current hotel experience they invented room service they invented the concept of business travel they sponsored by hilton they invented this shit no the conrad hilton would hang around the train station before there were things like big deal hotels and when people would come into a city he would intercept them at the train station and say if you're here for travel don't go to the bed and breakfast don't go to the boarding house come with me and I'll give you a cocktail and I'll give you a this I, they invented the mini bar like all the good shit wow really 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 so he was an ambulance chaser he was an ambulance and chaser and he now owns the whole world and is still with us living preserved carefully because shut he, gets, up. he gets baby Botox no of course he's not living anymore at least I want to talk Botox. about <laughs> buying sweatshirts so we went to the pit stop um, <laughs> and I sat there it was raining I said are you gonna go to this school like I need a commitment before I commit so they got the boys got sweatshirts I got a hat and we and everything was kind of wet, so I don't want to. <laughs> it's outdoor, so I don't want to put on sweatpants that are already wet to mm-hmm. go to a game. Super so, I, uh, yeah, nothing I can't get on Amazon. But it was fun being there. We walked around campus, and again, I was going to tell you, we traveled again and we ate, ate, ate. But this time, we did more than just eat because we saw the Fred Rogers statue. Oh, yeah, okay, which is enormo like it is gigantic you're not standing next to a life size you're standing next to like you're a muppet 
Really? And he is enormous. And they're playing Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood over around. Some sort of a speaker somewhere to give you an experience. It's really sweet. It's really nice. And my kids are like, who's Fred Rogers? And I said, I have failed you as a human and a parent. So let's go watch. There are two movies, right? Uh, I've not watched either one of them. I, I did not ever have a strong connection with him. I didn't really? No, I didn't I didn't sit and look forward to it. I was a Zoom kid. Before Zoom means Zoom Zuma, meetings. Zoom 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 yeah. Zoom Zoom and Electric Company, whatever that thing well, was. I love the, the electric very high company. the very high powered Sesame Street, all of those, you know, do ah ah ah. These were Cat my was shows. my favorite. Yeah, and by the time Mr. Rogers came on, he was very chill. He was it, it, he is the equivalent of like now it's time for weed. Yeah, he's so, a I Xanax. Mean, right. I absolutely could appreciate everything that was happening on his show, but I didn't crave it. I didn't I didn't pay attention to watching it. It just didn't connect with me in that way. There's not no real problem, but it was that that's not one for me. Uh, most of my friends sort of clung to him like he was life. This is the one you we look forward to it every day and this is right and your know, eyeballs big and on the thing. Eh, you know. I lived on Sesame he, Street. So that's I okay. Mean, he was That's okay. He He's was. a good neighbor to me. <laughs> He was be kind, do good, show love. I mean, when he, like Mother Teresa, like Jesus, washed the feet of his mailman, you were just like, wow, this is... His black mailman. And he did it... His black mailman, And he did it purposefully because this was a time of racial crisis. Gee, so kind of always in our fair country. He spoke to Congress, like to, to provide this, especially for... Um, on on one of those pay networks on on those public sorry one of those public networks where everybody doesn't look like Fred Rogers and he just saw everyone as the same he was just he made really, really he made really big moves like the ones you're describing he, that were incredibly impactful and he made really small thoughtful moves that to me were just as impactful he heard from a viewer from her parents that the little girl was blind and loved his show. And she wrote a letter saying, I just wanted to make sure I know you have a fish. I just want to make sure that you're remembering to feed the fish. And once he got that letter from that point forward forever, he narrated out loud that he was feeding the fish. I mean, that's that's fucking good human quality. Right. Just to be there's He got nothing out of that. There was no there was no sociological benefit that didn't help with ratings. This was just this was just the thing because one person had a need and he connected with it. And so the pivot happened. And that's when those kind of. When those kind of pivots happen in life, they're really powerful for all of us. So I sort of love hearing that kind of tiny micro. And nobody would have known about it unless right. it was one of these things that eked out. Those are the kind of stories that connect me with people because I'm like, oh, you're actually a people. You're not You're not one of those persons up there. So his his home base was Pittsburgh. And we got to we got to see this. I'll, I'll post a picture of me on Thursday when who's super out. tall who's super uh, tall gang she's not a is, tiny little shrimp it she's tall I am five nine I will post a picture of me standing next to this enormous Giganta Rogers Giganta Rogers that's exactly what I'm going to post on Thursday uh hey Siri remind me on Thursday oh to post no no God. I was just kidding she just went off um yeah so that was kind of great <laughs> that we did more than just eat but I hear your Siri. I don't know if you heard She's it. She's such a bitch. Oh, She's such a bitch. She needs to. She's butt, always in my business. Butt out. Get your own show, Siri. Um, <laughs> so a couple of funny things that happened on our trip. A funny thing happened on the way to the forum. Uh, we never made it to the forum. So I like these enormous, I guess they're maybe shortbread cookies. <laughs> they're... They're, they have the chocolate chips on the top. You know, if you say a chocolate chip cookie, people correct. think it's baked in chocolate chip cookie, and that's what you should think. Correct. That is correct. What kind of cookie is it? Because I used to live in New York, and my favorite bakery cookie was an enormous dryer cookie mm-hmm. with these tiny little chips all over the top. Was there Just icing? W- no icing. How were the chips affixed? Pressed in at the end of baking? Because uh, there was nothing yes, in between, probably. They nothing weren't in between the chips and the cookie. It was cookie. Correct. And all the chips are sort of on top. Yes. Okay. Was it a circle or a square cookie? It's a circle. Okay. And I mean, when, so we're not in New York. Toto, we're not in Kansas anymore. We're not in New York anymore. You don't have those bakeries here in suburban PA. You just don't. My son works at a bakery. He, he Do you remember French- the name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember the name of the cookie when you would buy it? 
Did they call no. it something? Nah, I mean, I want the one with the chips. I want to. So they didn't put, yeah, because they changed their, they move things in the case every day. They wouldn't have the cookies labeled. But sometimes, that would have been a clue as well. I mean, it if was, it was a short Right, if it was a shortbread cookie and then, like, they had a shortbread section and one had chips or cinnamon or whatever right. it might be. Yeah, that would nah. be a clue. It was a, more like scone-like in terms of very yes. crumbly. It's, yes. Definitely, that was a shortbread cookie. That's a thousand and percent shortbread. They're my favorite, and we found one diner here in PA that has them. So for this road trip, I've trained my husband well. He knows how to road trip like I do, snack-wise. That's the only way to You two are so perfectly matched on so many levels, but I (laughs) I just need to pause for a moment and help you. You know, let's pull the car over to the side and just take a moment in celebration that there could not be a better road trip matched couple than you two. Because he'll drive anywhere. He will drive anywhere. He is focused on all of the bells and whistles of the car in the same way that you are. He is hyper fixated on the game called Beat My GPS. Right? <laughs> <Yes>. So <laughs> it doesn't matter if the, I mean if you were going on at the if the purpose of the trip was to take as long as possible. Right. He no. would. He, there's not that he can't go on that trip. He would decide. He can't he go on decide, that trip. He's not. I lose. We're there. So, oh, 429? You think so? I bet you I could do it in 406. <laughs> <laughs> and then you are there the whole time, like the pit crew, fueling everybody. You got the thing, making sure the music is going right. Buckle up, shut up, sit down. Funny, ha, 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 here we go. Great music. Eat, eat, Anybody eat, want eat. Pringles? Anybody oh, want Pringles? Oh Don't God, you drip oh in my car. It's and a new it's car. Delightful. If I'm making it sound like it's high pressure, it's not. You somehow make the driving part a trip, meaning... When you're going someplace, when you get there is the reason that you went there, right? But with you guys, it's kind of about being in the car. It's fun. Fine and delightful. All right. Back to Pittsburgh. So he finds this cookie for me at this one restaurant, and he buys like five of them before the trip. And they are as big as your head. They really are enormous cookies. And I won't let anybody eat them in my new car because they just, I don't know that the kids like them. You know how kids don't like dry things like devil dogs? It's an age-acquired thing where you like to sit in the dryness of a delicious scone or biscotti. I think you just have spoiled kids. If they're not eating devil dogs, you got bigger problems than Mr. Rogers, my friend. And that is that they have been exposed too often and too early to the finer things in life. Yes, to joy. (laughs) Yes. If you're not chalking down one of those, you know, cardboard and paste delicacies, (laughs) right, that makes you wonder, was this something in somebody's locker from like last semester? I don't care. Yes. Yes. This is youth in a cellophane wrapper. So yeah, it's it's joy. So I wouldn't let them eat it in the car. But that's another thing that is proof with a capital proof just for all you editors out there who love to hear the pops of the peas. I know you bought another fucking car, but I forgot. I forgot forgot, what color you trying to decide between two colors of cars. Which I got the one that I don't pay. I don't care from car. Did you post this and I missed it? What color did you get? I know what kind you got. Came from your hometown. Was it blue? Did you get the blue or the red one? Blue. The blue one. <laughs> That's my pick. All right. So we get to the hotel room. We use our elbows and get in without touching anything <laughs> with with fingerprints. Like I don't even know they know we were there. And we eat this cookie. And you know how when you eat a cookie that's got chips all over the top, they fall off left and right? Yes. And in that, in that saran wrappy thing is an entire pile of little tiny chocolate chips. <gasps> oh. Right? It's the crumbs and the chips that are in that. The, the cellophane the that, room. Yeah. that right that <laughs> held the cookie from start to finish, <laughs> and it had all all of the joy. The wax paper bag, I think, is what you're describing. Yes, it's all of the joy is at the bottom of the. So my son finishes a piece of cookie and he throws away the remnants. What of that cookie? <laughs> Did the, you leave immediately? You don't get to the, go to college if you this fuck is stupid. <laughs> the gasp that came out of my husband <laughs> and me and me and me and me. I disconnected my jaw with droppage to listen to this. She's looking at me. I don't, I don't, there's not even any words. How stupid is this idiot fucker? He's lucky he got into this school because none of the others are going to have him. Tell him, play him this segment. It Ethan, was like I'm the ashamed. Air I'm ashamed. Out. It was like the air coming out of a Thanksgiving balloon. I just, he went, (gasps) and then dove. (laughs) He dove for the trash can. Oh, (laughs) the COVID trash. 
trash can. But you said Hilton cleans everything within an inch of its life. They really do. They really do. They put they put a great oh deal my God. of effort and energy into this. And it was probably a completely empty. I would do that too. It wouldn't matter. You got Ethan to said, save. You got to know you don't leave a man behind. Ethan said, I finished the cookie. <laughs> Stuart's like, you moron. Thank you. <laughs> you Thank finished you. the yeah, cookie. Yeah, devil, devil fucking dog. <laughs> you got work. You got work he to do. I do. I have to Husband hurry too. Husband wife. This is a problem. I mean, this is, this is a legitimate problem. <laughs> Yo, kid's dumb. Yeah, I just, I, he dove for it. And I am curious, would you eat food from a trash can? <laughs> Hi, my name's Amy Fugazi. Perhaps we've not met. Yes, you? of course. It was this whole Seinfeld episode, right? They threw away an eclair I in a Seinfeld episode. Would, and I do, and I have. And it's, you know, I'm acting like it's the first line of my business card. It's not something that I love <laughs> to do. But I've got to be honest. I mean, it's, there's, yes, we'll say that there's, that there's qualifications involved. Is it an right. empty trash can? Is it my trash can? Is it a relatively clean trash can filled with paper? Is the object in the trash can still fully wrapped? How hungry and drunk am I? I mean, there are lots of things... <laughs> Go into this I love this flow chart. I just see it as a flow chart. Yes, go to the left. No, go to the right. Has it come into contact with any other items in the trash can, including subsection foodstuffs? I mean, there's How lots sealed of, is that wax thank bag? You, thank, you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I will not. I'm trying to think if I have to say any more. I will Wet not coffee. eat food off a stranger's plate in a restaurant, which we all know who does that. <clears throat> California. So... Does she do that? Well, it, I, it was... Um, one, Wait, were once, we in college? Once memorably, we were in a Denny's. We were waiting to get a table. Oh, it was taking a long time. Denny's. There was lots of Southern comfort involved. She walked up to a table and took someone's English muffin and started eating it. I think he was still at the table. <laughs> Shut up. He was I don't not. remember. It was very late. Uh, it was a fu- I think it was a dare. I think we said, well, if you're that hungry, go eat it. And she went, done, and walked over, picked it up, and walked back. Stood in line and was she stood in line and ate it. He must have been gone. Marnie, what are you doing? <sighs> She's satisfying her hunger, evidently. She's more powerful and successful than all of us. So grab those English muffins, kids. In your youth, because you <laughs> know what's coming. Saturdays at Denny's. What was that kid's show? Or was that before we were taping? And now you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, fuck, go. That's our favorite kid's show. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so we all have our beliefs in this time of... I don't know, election season. We all have a, a, a network of beliefs. And I have a sliding scale I'd like to ask you about. Are we still on the food trash or are we moving into actual topics? Well, <laughs> well, you might strongly believe that food's only dirty when like wet coffee grounds are thrown Oh, well, that's a whole... Or, I mean, if we're talking about the the safety and and uh, sanitation of food, that's a totally different topic. Tell me about your I'm belief moving, structure. I'm moving on to your belief structure of... I mean, it could lean political or it could lean um, comical. I want to know, how strong do you need to feel about something to wear a pin that shares that feeling? How strong? Uh, You know, that's a difficult one for me to answer off the cuff because I have some pins that I wear and I'm trying to think of a time when I would not wear it. Oh, so, so pins, it's a low threshold. I'll wear a pin. I don't know, but I don't know that that's accurate. So, I mean, I'll, I need to sort of unpack that a little bit. Tell me tell me where you're going with this and I'll I add will do in. that. It's unfair for me to sabotage you. No, so I'm not being going. sabotaged. Honestly, I'm smiling because the thing I want to talk to you about is wearing a pin just yesterday and the experience I had. But you tell me where we're going with this and I'll see what happens. How strongly do you need to believe in something to wear a shirt that says it? A thousand times more strongly than the pin. Okay. How about a yard sign? A million times more strongly than either of those. How about start a cult? <laughs> Ooh. I kind of want to start a cult. Do I, am I the leader? How much Fuck effort, yeah. how much effort do I have to put into it? Is it just, I'm you living my life. You need to kick it off and the minions follow it up. Oh, I'm You down. just need to kick it off. No, I don't like to fucking be in charge. It's always a lot of work. You but got minions. If you're really in charge, yeah, but. Um, you watch, you're watching The Vow, right? You know, the next Cult and the I've whole- watched The Whole Vow, and I've also yep. watched um, and come beginning, middle, and end over the last two weeks, Peaky Blinders, and good Lord, am I hooked in. So I, I will go, I'm more likely to put a yard sign in the yard. I'm probably neck and neck with yard sign in the yard, uh, start a cult. That's me. Yeah. Equal. Equal. 
So when people have yard signs out, you know, I mean, it's, it's. Oh, they're cult leaders. Got it. Coursing through their veins. Whatever yeah. that stage pretty is. Pretty strong. Pretty course, strong. Coursing through their veins. Pretty strong. Pretty strong. Pretty strong. Yeah. I, I get really nervous when I see super large signs, like billboard size signs on people's properties. And I drove this morning to give blood, which by the way, your iron needs to be a 12.5 to give blood. I was a 12.4 and they sent me home. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm really unhappy right now. So I'm going to go eat five steaks and it's then Ethan's go fault. again. He's, he's fucking throwing away high quality food. Why would you do that? Don't you, you see you raised him. the you raised him. You got a troubled son. This is trouble. Poundage of chocolate for yeah. chip. Okay. Yeah. Um. So when I see, there's nothing more intimidating to me than a, a big like I use two by fours to put this huge sign in my yard, and it kind of scares me a little. That but some of is these it people for are, someone you support? I'm terrified by. Right. Is this? I think part of that comes from the person being supported. This was not for somebody on Team Blue, correct? Correct. It wasn't. That makes it big because I uh, I agree with this feeling wholeheartedly. In the and the converse is true. When I see somebody put up something that is Team Blue with this huge level of effort, I'm, your heart swells. I'm so impressed because I feel like they've overcome the terror of persecution. Right. It's it, I really I really do. I really feel like I couldn't be that bold. Tell me more about how you felt when you saw this giant thing. So I I understand. So I have a I have a friend who posted an article about how neighbors have different beliefs. Right. And they're still your neighbors and you're allowed to have different beliefs. And you can even put a small yard sign in your and still love that person and just have different beliefs. But when it comes to somebody's beliefs taking away somebody else's right to have beliefs or I don't know exist I throw up a little in my mouth my heart starts racing I start to sweat a little and I blow a 12.4 instead of a 12.5 on my way to give blood right I I get physically upset and I don't know and it was a beautiful article that was written locally about these two families that have known each other for the last 17 years living next door and this is the person that you know and love and for me you're not the person that I knew and loved if you really do believe so I feel like politics has has really put me in a position where I've started watching Shit's Creek again, start to finish. Like I, I have to, and I don't want to be that person who buries her head in it was that an ostrich. I don't want to be that bird who buries her head in the sand because she can't deal with situations and people. And I also know that when I went to Pittsburgh, I made it a point not to wear any of my paraphernalia that I have mm-hmm. because. I have not overcome, like you said, the fear of persecution, the comments. I'm with my family. I I don't want anything from your mouth about politics while I'm with my family and we're out just having a good time eating chocolate chips out of a trash can. Like I don't, I don't need any of your judgment for how I think, feel, and believe. You want to meet me on the home front and have a conversation? That's fine. But this is an away game and I can't with you. So I didn't take any of that stuff, but I, I have become... Somebody who needs to rewatch The West Wing, Schitt's Creek, and and all of the joy and positive endorphin forcing kind of situations because of how how physically uncomfortable I am with what nine, ten, nine days left to go. Nine. As of this recording, we have nine days. What pin did you wear? Joe. I don't even have a Biden yeah. pin. The pin Just itself says Joe. says Joe. It's a it's a his colors and it's got a circle around it. And then it's I don't have it in here. I was gonna pick it up and show you. It just says Joe. Lower, I saw you, know. you wore it the last time we recorded. I love it. I don't have cause to interact with people very often, so I carry them in my car. And whenever I go into the market, this is another thing. Whenever I go into a market or I'm at the drive through in the bank or something like this, I make a point to put it on just because I feel like I'm not able to don't feel comfortable will not have not we've discussed it as a family do not put signs in the yard right don't knock on doors I I do other ways of volunteering but for me this was uh, an individual endorsement promotional tactic that I that I believe in so I do it right so and that 
brings me to a couple of things that have been happening. Maybe you heard, I did, I called and I asked you about this. Um, Someone, there's, and the difference that we're talking about here is between, you know, Biden-Harris and Trump-Pence. And Donald, and we are both of us in battleground states. Very different battleground states because your state appears to have tipped into the endorsement column for Biden. My state is still a battleground, properly a battleground. And every passing moment in a battleground state, as you know from having been one before, things get more intense. Last week, I was only fixated on the smartness of some individual who took a normal-sized bumper sticker and placed it strategically on the back of a metal traffic sign in a traffic circle so that as you sit and wait, where it's frequently, you don't get to go immediately into the circle because for the most part, it'll kind of, we sit and wait. We're North Carolina. We don't do traffic circles like people in Jersey. We're still figuring it out. Sorry. <laughs> so people will sit there and wait because it gets very, very busy. Um, you see it. So it's, it's perfect. It's right at eye level. And the, the, the other side of the sign says one way. Like, so it's, you're, you're just, you wouldn't be looking at anything anyway. But it just catches your eye. And I thought, you know what? So I had this idea that I was going to go and walk up to that sign and cover the Trump Pence bumper sticker with a Joe Biden bumper sticker. And I have one that is go, go gay. It's like covered with rainbows and, and all sorts of, um, you know, it's got like the E becomes the flag that has all of the different uh, gender associations in there. So I was going to do it. And then the millisecond I had the idea, I thought, well, you can't do that because that goes against every core belief that you have of fucking with people's stuff. So it turned into this thing, but am I? It's public space. It's not on somebody's yard. And I started qualifying and asking, can I do this? Can I do this? Well, what if I just put the bumper sticker alongside it or next to it? I'm not really taking it down. I'm just covering it. And then honestly, I, I just sat and thought with it and I slept on it. It was this big of a stupid deal over something that is idiotic. Why am I even fixating on this? I ended up doing nothing about it, right? Because I realized it's not my property. I'm not, I'm not a vandal for funsies. It's not the kind of thing that's in my day anyway. I don't think that it's really going to, it's just not, I would be really, it all came down to this one piece. I would be furious if somebody fucked with something that I had done. I would. I get furious when people fuck with shit that I build on the beach in sand. I yelled at a small Chinese girl one time. So, um, but she fucking deserved it and she knew it and she cried. So she fucking knew it. You made her cry. I, we were walking on the beach. It was long. It was, it was not, it was the summer. So it's, it's far later. Like it's, I don't know. It was like nine o'clock, but it was still light out. You know, those, those long lazy days at the beach and we were sort of walking and we'd already had our dinner and this and this. And we were just admiring all of the, the children's play of the day, not mine up and down the beach, people building sculptures, doing this, doing that. And somebody had done some kind of an elaborate thing. It wasn't very artful, but it was elaborate. Right. And these young girls were just giggling and walking and running and they sort of came running up and they started tramping on it. Somebody's stuff for no reason that would have been washed away by tomorrow anyway. And I just stopped in my tracks and like the poop in the yard. I just screamed at him. I said, what are you doing? Get off that. I said, what is wrong with yours? you? I, I said, that's not yours. What is wrong with you? And they just stopped and they looked at me with these big, big eyes. And I have no idea what nationality they were, but they were some Asian nationality. Right. And they just looked at me like, fuck. And then, you know, I almost like clean it up. Like I said something really stupid. <laughs> uh, no, I think I said something along the lines of how would you feel if that was yours? Right. And then she just got the little lip started bubbling and I'm thinking I'm gonna get shot from somebody's fucking parents. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. So I would get really pissed off if somebody fucked with a sign of mine, no matter where it was. And I thought, OK, well, I'm not I'm not a dick. So that's that. So that's done. So I didn't do anything about it. I thought about I even asked two of my kids. I asked them. I described the situation and said, what should I do? Because I didn't know if this was just like mom's a, a weakling here, you know, and I'm I'm uh, I'll do it. I should. Yeah. No, not. Not not even that. I was wondering if this is like a sports thing. Like, go for the kill. Shut up. I don't care what the scoreboard is. Run it! And I, so I was sort of looking for that test. Like, am I, have I talked to my... I've got too fucking soft. Am I fucking soft? Right? No. And so both of them, in about eight seconds, said, so you want me to do it? And I was like, no, I'm not... <laughs> you I'm don't gonna, need a record. <laughs> I said, I'm not going to make you complicit. And they're like, you want me to do it? And I'm like, no! And I, I'm trying to ask, would you do it? And they're looking at me like, how stupid are you? So anyway... So I didn't end up doing this whole thing. Fast forward to Saturday, I had the Joe button on, took my child, had to drop him off someplace. I did. And on the way home, had to get my tire repaired because 
people across the street, put on a new fucking roof. They used a company that was suspect. Nails. Left, left the roofing tiles, the spare roofing tiles on a pallet on the grass of these people's lawn for a week. I had to call the realtor. They've The house has been sold, but whoever put the new roof on. So now there's a big square thing in the grass, yellow. I'm like, really? So, yeah. So clearly this roofing company also left shit around. So now I have a puncture in my tire. So fuck you. So I went over to this tire place. My husband tells me which one to go to. It's uh, on a part of town where we do a lot of our lacrosse practices. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a little, it's a different part of town. So we go over there and I pull in, you know, the place, it's Saturday. The place is packed. There's nowhere to even park. There are people wandering around waiting. The waiting room inside is packed with people. There are four, count them, four mechanics behind the desk when you walk in. All the bays are full. It's fucking full. Everybody's like, you know, wow. Very, Did you very have busy. an appointment or you just no, no. A- I called them because I had remembered that I had this thing in my tire because it's still yeah. operable. So I called him and he said, yeah, we're closing. This was at This was 1130. He said, we're closing in an hour. If you can get here, we'll see if we can work you in. You can wait on it. I thought, well, it's worth a shot. Went over there. and wait on it. Right. Yeah. You so want to close in an so hour? I, yeah. So I walked in and I thought this isn't going to work. And I totally forgot that I'm wearing the Joe button. And because I have long hair, I have taken to putting the button directly betwixt my tits right up front <laughs> because otherwise my hair will cover it. If you put it right. in like ID badge, you just don't see it. So, I mean, right. this shit is like a beacon. Hello, Joe. Like it's These right, are my boobs, Joe. It's right in the fucking front. So I come walking in. I am the only person, the only person wearing a mask in the entire place. And if that's not a signal... In my, in my state of who these people support, I don't know what is. So I walk in and I'm standing there and I felt more uncomfortable about being the only person wearing a mask because I thought somebody's going to hassle me about this. But, you know, I was sort of like getting ready for the hassle so I could just be OK with it. Right. Because I'm not fucking taking it off. I'm not going to die for you, tired people. So anyway, I go in there. Somebody cuts in line in front of me. I just let it happen. I thought and it was really about the mask. I'd forgotten about the button. I let it happen. I waited. Somebody behind the guy, uh, behind the counter says, hey, what can I do for you? Are you in the system? I don't know. Give my husband's name because it's, it's different than mine. It's in there. Okay, blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, okay. Oh, we can do that. We'll do the Super sweet, super efficient. They had me in and out in 11 minutes. It was this, and I, I said the car's parked over here because I couldn't park. He goes, well, I can, I can probably do it where your car's parked. You don't even have to pull it in. Let's take a look. Tom walked out, looked at the tire, did it what in the street. What a pleasant surprise. Boom, boom, boom. He didn't wear a mask the whole time. My car has a Biden bumper sticker on the front and on the back, and I'm wearing this thing. And the man is giant and burly and red bearded. He didn't give a shit. He was so sweet. Every single person in there, what nobody said shit to me about nothing. Happy, fine. He's like, you probably don't even have to pay for this. And I'm like, well, let me go in. I want to make sure it's not a problem. He's like, could you buy the tires here? It's probably, you probably don't even have to. So it was delightful. And this is what, this was the happy spike. When I came home, I was just still riding high on this thing of the world can work. The world yes, can work. It if sure these, can. If these, I guarantee you that people in there are not going to vote the way I'm going to vote. And you know what? We didn't have to fucking talk about it. Thank you. We didn't have to talk about it. They were not going to convince me. I was not going to convince them. True. So let's just work on the tire, gang. And thank you. But you know your what? tire guy? Yeah. Your tire guy does not have a billboard on his front lawn. I don't know. I'm uh, telling you. Well, here's the thing. So I did that, and then I come home. That's my happy spike, and I come home, and sure enough, nationwide, but particularly in battleground states like my, ours, Saturday was a Trump train day. And at the Target, where my uh, teenage driver, college student, frequently goes just to, I'm going to go buy a bag of M&Ms because I'm going to go stir crazy if I don't walk into a store. Our target, his target, the entire parking lot taken over with pickup trucks and flags and people wielding guns, getting into arguments and posting all over Facebook videos in, in my in my target. And because I and even last night when I had the windows open and the back door open watching TV, I heard a whole bunch of weird, too loud, too late cars. And it made me think a lot of times they'll drive adjacent to the neighborhood. They'll do like a hot rod like one of these kind of things and they all have flags that nobody was shooting anything but it was like really really how i get if we as biden supporters active donating volunteering yard sign ish placing people mm-hmm. right 
Are you ever going to strap a gun on your body, go stand in the street, point and spit and scream at someone to vote for Biden or else? I think Bette Midler describes it as like, why do you call us radical? You're the ones with the guns. What am I going to do? Hit you with my NPR tote bag. It's like, yeah, I saw that on HBO. Um, Yes. What we do is we march on D.C. Like we march on Washington. That's how we we come up with music and songs. And we I mean, I don't want to to really I don't think that. Some Trump supporters are bad people. I think you are who your parents raised you to be. And sometimes you don't know why you do what you do. But people who really believe in that man instead of the Republican Party are the people who I need to watch Schitt's Creek twice before next week. Like I just I that are forcing me into a hole, which is convenient because COVID did it too, forced me into a hole. But I've got to. Hey. Here comes a drop. I've got a very nice hole. <laughs> so you can force me into this hole and I'll stay here and That's I'm right. fine with it. That's I just right. think it's sad that I can't leave my hole. Outside Melissa's box. Scary. <sighs> I, you know, it's it's tricky and troubling because there are the sliding scale for folks who support the current administration in all its forms goes from reasonable, uh, moral, ethical, economic, conservative, um, deeply Just held. Just say Republican. Deeply Those held views. Well, I don't, I don't know that that means anything anymore, in fact. So on the one end, there, there are people who are making uh, an evidence-supported decision. And then on the other end of that spectrum, there are people whose evidence is racism and fear. The cult. The cult, and the vow. There, there are people who are, who are, there's no one who would be associated with any of us. And that's a really wider than you think spectrum. That's how, that's how the man got elected. So there's also, I think, the majority of folks in the election across the board for both parties are uninformed and don't care. And I don't mean that like it's a like it's a that's sad, like it's the true negative yeah, value sad. judgment that it's coming out of my mouth. The, the fact is they don't care. And the little bits of information that they have are not enough to make a rational decision. But based on the information they have, you can understand why they made the decision. It's easy for the top line. You know, the shit that flies right over the transom is just enough of a nugget to make some to make some simple decisions. So I, I get how it happens. But I also, you and I both know that the two by four uh, sign erecting faction with guns strapped to their waist who are spitting and screaming at a person going to buy candy corn at the fucking Target on a Saturday, 1130 in the morning. Those groups of people, frighteningly, are growing and they're growing because they're encouraged to grow and they have the technological tools to grow. So that's right. the, that's the piece that makes me fuck the internet. Tear fucking five, tear a fucking five. Um, was your story of masks and men about going to the tire shop? Yes, and being it was. The only one in a yes, mask? it was. Taylor Tire, thank you. Shout out for the world's best tire experience and everyone in there. It was the kind of place where I'm a. You don't you always make a face when I say this, but it's the fucking truth. I'm a big fat woman. I walked in there. I'm not tall. I walked in. I have a presence about me, but I don't have. I don't have my Yankee badass anymore. Unless I'm talking to you, you're not going to be afraid of me. <laughs> when I start talking to you, men, you know, back up, sit down, shut up, start to weep, call the boss. Yeah, I get that. But when I'm quiet, <laughs> and those I just are just look the boys like, in I your just house. look like somebody's roly poly PTA fucking mom. That's what how I look. So I walked in there and I instantly on an instinctual biological level, my hackles went up, 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 up. It was 96% dudes. Nobody had so I felt Okay, they're all, and I don't know that you ever have this experience. Everybody in there is a foot taller than me, minimum. And in camo. More of them, more <laughs> of them, a lot of, a lot of them more than that, right? They're big, they're burly, they're snap you and halfy. They're all sitting around, they're all shuffling, they're all sort of over it. Nobody wants to be at a tire place at this hour in the, you know, come on. Somebody cuts in line and what do I do? I fucking stand there silent. You get an idea of what was happening in this fucking place. And to have that turnaround instantly to, hello, Generic, hello, generic customer met with the same friendliness of everyone else in here. I bear you no ill will. In fact, you're going to get extraordinary service. Thank you. Thank you. Come again. See you next ding. Let's go home. Wow. What a turnaround that was. That was 
surprising and delightful. Yeah, I'll take it. Kind of like that. Kind of like that cookie. Um, (laughs) Burnout truth bombs. Uh, We did burnout last week. And you had follow up on burnout. Yeah, I did. I've started listening to the audio book, you know, rather than trying to read it. And I keep like listen as I was first exposed to it on another podcast for people just talking about the book, listening to the book as the two authors read it. Yeah, I have to keep going back and just playing it again and playing the chapters again and playing the chapters again. But what really stood out to me this, the deeper I get into it, is that this is my entire life. Every single thing that they're talking about, it, it is almost like I was the case study for this book. And I've not ever had that experience before. It's ridiculous. And to the point where every example that they use of here's the textbook example of what it means to have a faulty monitor, right? And the monitor is this thing where it's it's basically a glorified method of explaining your own self-expectations uh, in relation to the events that are happening. Every single example that I've given on this podcast for some other reason, these are the textbook examples that they use, the experiences in my life that they use is, let's say you're trying to swim in a race and you know that you'll never be able to make it to the other side and so you get frustrated. Like they just did it. It, it. So there's chapters on why I do the things that I do and it's so kind of overwhelming, not always in a good way to hear it. So I, I just keep, the more I try to get through it, I keep going back to the early ones and the early ones and here's what was so interesting to me. This bit about crying as one of the uh, yeah. seven seven ways that you can resolve the notion of uh, emotion being trapped in your muscles in the same way that you get a charley horse, right? You have to you have to get it out. You have to release it. Otherwise, it's going to jack up all your shit. One of the ways that you get rid of things is by crying. It's just a natural release. And I never understood, but I don't know if you know this, at work, whenever I would write, I mean, I'm a writer. I'm a creative director of a writer. So when I would sit and write, forever at every job I've ever had when things are going well when I finally crack it when they start to flow I would start to cry at my desk I it was like clockwork and so the other my coworkers, it happened so often that people didn't even ask about it anymore they were like good she's got it they, they would just wait for the tears to start flowing right and I'm talking you know like I'm writing about Hilton it's not something that I'm emotionally connected to I'm writing about TJ Maxx you know normal stuff that you're they just Somehow that release for me is so connected that that's how this book is so meaningful for me. All of this stuff is amped up in me that when they're talking about it, it's not like an academic exercise. It is, it is my core biological function is how this shit works. So to hear it, I'm like, oh, I get it. I also I think it. that you're hearing it at the right time. Has like to there's be. A, there, there's a timing issue with everything. If I met Stuart 15 minutes before I met Stuart, I don't know that this would have worked out. Like timing is really everything. And I think you're at a point where this is your truth. But if you heard it a year ago, you would have been like, yeah, but, 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 but. And now you're like, yeah, here I am at the bottom of this trash can full of chocolate chip wrapped, uh, whatever. And you can say, Wow, you see me. Somebody sees me. I'm seen. Well, so many now, of the things, uh, part of that is true. I agree with you. I know that that's happening. But part of it is these things are so universal and so lifelong. I, I also feel on some level that anyone who hears it at any time goes, oh, shit. Because you're not, it's not the eureka that I sort of knew it all along. It's the eureka that this thing that is a thing. It, 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 yeah, I had no idea that was it's the thing. thing right? Now I see the evidence of it, evidence of it, evidence of it. Even to the point where uh, we were talking and trying to work through something. Oh, I've just, I've lost it. It was, it was uh, half of the things that we talk about. They have a specific scientific name for that's been studied and proven in this and this. And one of them came down to um, how do you know it's time to give up? Right. When we were talking about never pods and pods ago, we were talking about how do you know and how does your body know? There's a there's an actual process that occurs. It's studied. It's uh, definitive. And there are gender differences that women take significantly longer to get to the fuck it point than men do. It's just biological. That's the shit happens. So 
all of those sorts of things. So it's every time I'm like, oh, but that's what Melissa was talking about. <laughs> yeah. So I haven't enacted any of these things other than um, I keep going back to it and just the realization of it. That was the other thing. Um, there's another psychological advantage in knowing and naming the thing that's happening to you. So, and I likened it to, it's not really presented this way in the book. I likened it to not having a medical, like waiting for the answer to a test, right? You know, some shit's wrong with you. You can't get diagnosed. You don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. You finally get a diagnosis. It doesn't actually change any of the symptoms. It doesn't give you anything other than the knowledge that yes, this thing that you knew was going on, but couldn't say definitively, this is it. Once you say, oh yes, this is cancer. Oh yes, this is your fault. Whatever the thing is, such a, such a enormous stress is lifted that that alone is beneficial. So it's all of these sorts of things that we experience. They've, you know, the nerds have been studying them for a long time and, and I talk feel about people, them with big words. I find people do that with pain. Yes. They suffer with pain for a long time and you can't really, nobody can see pain. Nobody can see that. I mean, they might see you wince or they might see you limp. Completely but subjective and different for each person. Yeah. And have them like... For me, for me, it was back pain, right? I have, oh, my back hurts. Everybody's like, I'm kind of sick and tired of hearing Melissa talk about her back pain. And then one day, I really couldn't even stand upright. And I went to a doctor who scanned my back and said, well, here's why. And that alone, yep, having him acknowledge that I have a disc that is not where it belongs and in doing so is pressing on a nerve, which significantly shooting pain down your ass and leg. And that's the reason for electrical impulses that yep. have made you wince and made people go, come on, mom, let's go. That kind of can take away some of the, I, I wonder what that psychological thing is that that makes you not okay with your pain until it's acknowledged outside of you or your situation until outside of you it's acknowledged, but it is very real and it's not curative, but it is definitely a hint. It's a good step in the right direction. Dear listener, uh, we have one more topic to hit up, but I do want to remind you that if you would like us to talk about your issues or you would like to talk to us, you can contact us. We are so approachable and we are so receptive to all of your comments, thoughts, and concerns. We are soliciting them. That's how receptive we are. We are asking you to write us brilliantobservations at gmail.com. You can find us on Insta at Listen Brilliant. You can find us on Facebook at Brilliant Observations. It's our podcast page, but there's also a subgroup you could join called Brill Obs Squad. And I think I did something else. Oh, or you can join me on <laughs> Peloton because you're not going to believe this. I'm still the only one who's at Brill Obs Squad. B-R-I-L-L-O-B-S-Q-U-A-D. One S. Don't get excited. Brill Obs Squad. <laughs> hashtag. Use that as your hashtag. And I will know when you are riding. You will know when I am. And we can get the instructors to feature our podcast. Because I know even though you do not contact us, you love us because you keep coming back for more. So shout it loud and shout it proud. We did a podcast about porn a couple of weeks ago. Hello. And Amy has an update on that as well. Uh, she and I have both received feedback and they are polar opposite. That's so right. I, I, what I, feedback did you get? Well, we're no better off than we were when we started this thing. So we should just stop. Where I represent team (laughs) end of spectrum one and you represent team end of spectrum two. And, you know, what the hell? I'll wave to you from across the divide. So I I tell you, people texted, left voicemails, left private DMs, left comments on our in our group, Brillob Squad, all of these things, people saying, ew, it's not for me, or I don't I don't think people really use it and I'm with you. Nobody ever looks at this or it turns me off. And by that they mean like I find the whole notion of it um sort of like it causes emotional damage to think about it. Like really, really strong, negative, wow. no stop, delete, back up, throw out, incinerate, get away. Ah kind of yeah. No, 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 no. And you, on the other hand, what did you? Yeah, what did you? I have found that people watch porn. 
um, <laughs> that that they love to talk about it. They love to listen. Are these to people women or men? About it. Are these Both. women or men? Both. Tell me how many women there are. Men, I have a false sense that men are far more receptive to it than women. I don't think that's a false sense. I okay, definitely well, think that's it, true. I, I think that, but I don't. it's not like I have any kind of I survey. think that's true. But the women with whom I have been in contact make comments like, okay, they've either watched with their significant other because it was his request um, or... They they like the soft. Well, what's the story involved in it? And I said, story. She's getting yeah. We're pounded, talking about and he's porn. Pounding, yeah, right? There's no. The story is press play. Pounder, poundy. <laughs> what do you need to? What story? Oh, are you looking for the pizza delivery guy to come in? No. So women seem to want more of a story, and men seem to want to get finished um, with a a weird. Well, it's my judgment. I don't mean to say weird. They don't think it's weird that they want to see, you know, babysitter or whatever, a themed, not weird, a themed sort of <laughs> porn, which is really how it started. How would you feel if you knew blah, 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 um, that, you know, your boss preferred young, young, young teens or whatever it was that he was looking at. Yes. And and what was it? Jeffrey Tubin last week who got caught. <gasps> oh, my God. Can Doing you believe Jeffrey, that? Jeffrey, Jeffrey. Shit. Can you believe? Okay, so here's what happened. There is a highly, formerly, highly respected, <laughs> highly regarded, now his career and life are over. Uh, his life analyst, isn't over. It absolutely is. Analyst, his life is not over. Absolutely is. Analyst, author, on-air, TV personality, lecturer, uh, best-selling author, scholar, was sitting on a conference Zoom. call, a Zoom call, a video call with multiple, over 12 colleagues. They broke into small teams where he was supposed to be collaborating with others as part of a team and developing a mock response. They were planning for debate prep because they're on-air people for CNN. They all talked to each other, so they were sort of coming up. They were doing doing some advanced work for their uh, their jobs for yeah their, yeah and i didn't even know that the source was like oh that's fascinating so that's what they do in advance i got so he's there doing work at work during the day on his computer with his colleagues looking at him and he decides that this is the time that he wants to open a second browser on his computer and do a little jingle jangle jerk off right in the middle of the whole thing and p.s kids everybody from work could still see him because he was either too stupid or depraved or both to turn it off. I didn't realize that you could still see me or that the mute button was not on. Give me a fucking break. Give me a fucking break. That is, give me a break. You're either so far gone that you have to simultaneously be in a work meeting, not leave a work meeting, simultaneously be in a work meeting and jerk it and be so careless or so specific that you have people catch you. So he either wanted to get caught or he was so far gone that he no longer deserves to have his professional job until he can get this situation addressed. No, no. Yeah, I don't no, think no, his no, no, life no. is ruined. I think this career path for him is, it, I, I think we're very forgiving in this society. Um, and I also think Everybody masturbates. Are we going to talk about that next week? Everybody, that's going to be the topic. Everybody masturbates. I'm happy to talk about his life is ruined and nobody masturbates at work on a video camera. Well, nobody should masturbate at not, work and not have and a nobody job. Nobody should masturbate on camera and not have a job. I mean, for the love of stop it, put that shit away. For the God's sake, what do you, what do you, I, if you were in an office, this is the equivalent. Let me break it down for you and then we will leave this as the dick hanger for next week. Okay. Let me break it down for you. This is different than this creep. That's what he is. Getting up and exiting his small group session or his, you know, breakout or even in the large group. This is different from him excusing himself to his office. This is different from him walking down to the bathroom. This is different than him doing this in the bathroom, not even in a stall in the middle of the bathroom. So if someone walks in and finds him, this is equivalent to being in a conference room moving over one seat while everyone is still in the conference room, whipping his dick out and jizzing on the table. That shit is not okay, not right, not everybody does it, no, no, no. 
No, 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 no. I have had people have sex at every place that I've worked and I'll tell you all the circumstances. Ain't nobody pull this shit out at the table. Uh-uh. I say, I say no, no. This is interesting to me. Do you think I'm going to defend him? Tune in next week, gang, when you join us on Brillob's Quad on the Peloton. Get your ride on. Get your baby Botox. Get your ass in shape and we'll come back and talk about crazy penis jerking off at work. It's your All right, favorite we will podcast. Next week, masturbation. Dear listener, thank you Woo. for listening, for coming, ah, and for hanging out <laughs> and for hanging out with us. <laughs> For well over an hour. We appreciate you. We love you. And turn the zoom off. See you next week.